0: Friends, the mark and mac show is back and better
1: than
0: ever are you ready like radio.fm the mark and mac show halloween recovery time i have now decided mark if i see a clown today <laughs> <laughs> man had a
1: little had a little clown action yesterday huh oh man
0: (laughs) it just why you know the thing is you know what's really kind of funny though is the the clowns that i saw during trick or treat time yeah really were not clown people they're people dressing up as a clown which is fine i have no problem with that i actually am not they don't weird me out Mm -hmm. it's the clown people (laughs) do and and because halloween is such a mix match you you know you can still tell them Right, you can yeah. still tell the clown people, the old people that dress mm-hmm. up like a clown and think they're being funny yeah. and, you know, but the regular people are just dressing up and they saw a movie and think I'll be Pennywise or yeah, whatever, right? And yeah. man, that, that doesn't bother me. But I did yeah. see some interesting stuff. Huh. Um, I actually, it was amazing how, you know, after Braylon doing all of his trick-or-treating, he's looking for Milky Way and, you know, <laughs> Reese's peanut butter cups. And he goes, Papa, I know I had some. <laughs> yeah, well. That's what he gets to letting you hold the bag. I I had to hold the bucket for a little while and there you go. Well, you didn't like those anyway, do you Yeah. Here have a almond joy, you know, or mar whatever, you know, here's something with coconut. Oh my god. But I don't like coconut. Yeah, I know.
1: I don't either. Good luck. I thought of you last night when I posted on on my personal Facebook page my Facebook feed. A Babylon B article entitled Reminder, check your kids' candy bags for Reese's Peanut Butter Cups so oh, you can eat them before they do. yeah there you go. Man. <laughs> you
0: know, when we were told back when we were kids about checking uh for needles and razor blades and all yep, those yep. and you know, you find out years later that that had never happened. Mm-hmm. It was just something that came out of the 50s. Right. Where you know it was like before i was born somebody made up this story yeah and then you know here i am eight years old going out and it's like oh i got to check your candy what do you check my candy for and mm-hmm. i realized it was just a way for parents to go through the bag get out what they want <laughs> got needles razor blades you know oh you know the wicked witch <laughs> breathed on this
1: one that's funny so, yeah so anyway i got a little bit of a sugar hangover this morning do it's you know kind of, yeah, a little yeah around, i got a little run myself because we we bought candy and you know every time jane buys candy i tell her you know you're wasting your time because we never get kids here we just don't because our our neighborhood is not like your typical neighborhood we don't have any street lights we you know it's dark out here at at my place and it's it's just it's also hilly you know so you just don't you just don't get uh, lots of little kids running around doing (laughs) trick-or-treating ding dong we got Uh, trick-or-treaters last night (laughs) See, she, now I would be the
0: reverse of you, like, you know, baby, I know years past we haven't had in ten years we haven't had a child darken our doorstep on Halloween. But I think this year might be the year. Go get the ten pound bag. That's what we need.
1: <laughs> I don't know. Well, I do know why. I'm trying to lose some weight, so I'm thinking, oh no, 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 let's just we don't get them anyway. And then she she goes to the store and buys candy, and I'm thinking, Dude. ah, that's just nuts. And then right, I find Mark, out look. she left the porch light on. Oh, you're inviting oh, yeah. them now, huh? Uh-huh. <laughs> But there were a lot of leftovers, and I had to do my part.
0: LifeRadio.fm. It is the Mark and Mac Show. Good to have you with us today. We appreciate it. I know you've got choices, and i just glad you've chosen us. We ask that you share it with somebody, though, on your uh, social media, what have you, or just, you know what, when you're at a stoplight, roll down your window and say, Hey, you over there. <laughs> you know, anything that works. i uh, got to tell you one thing, Mark. <laughs> yeah. I had I've got to work on the the plumbing upstairs in the bathrooms. You know, redoing them. Oh man! I went out to turn the water off because I learned many many years ago that if you have a house that doesn't have that turn off switch, you Mm. need to go ahead and put them in. Yeah. Before you, you know, the turn off switch right before each faucet. Oh yeah. And I I I had a house that didn't have that, and everybody, you know. So I'm working on my plumbing without turning it off at the street. Oh god! And it's like, well, Dave why did not you turn it off? I'm like, because mine didn't have that. And everybody's Mm. like, that's impossible. They all do. I'm like, no, I had a house that didn't. Okay. (laughs) And I couldn't figure it out (laughs) anyway. So I've got, but the thing is I've got one of those on off valves in my bathroom. That's leaking. And I, you know, the thing is LaDonna tells me that she thinks it is just, well, you got to tighten that screw up and it'll be fine. (laughs) And I looked at, I'm like, no, baby, that's, that's not it. (laughs) this is more involved than that. And so I go in there. Right. And it's like there's virgin tape all over it and, you know, duct tape. She's been trying to fix it. Aww. And I, I know it's like, baby, I'll get to it when I can. It's like, you know, I'm tired. I'm mapping out where I can get my Reese's, you know, for Halloween. And, <laughs> I mean, quit. Just stop messing with me. I'll get it to it on the weekend. So I go out to the street to turn my water off, man. Yeah. And I, I can't get it to go off, oh, you know, the main. No. And I'm like, oh, come on now. I know I'm getting older. I know my back's killing me. And so it was kind of <laughs> drizzly and damp and I was having trouble walking as it was i was just planning on milking this okay i thought yeah. if i can work on this plan if i can get my plumbing fixed, i can probably get out of having to walk the hoods for candy mm. i can just send out my bat bray, and he'll come back with the candy and i can stay <laughs> here and watch the world series i'm good but anyway i couldn't get the daggone thing shut so it's, oh, you no. know and, and so i get one anyway i got a younger guy now i hated to do this mm. but i've he you know, you're 26 you're in great shape you work out all the time you're would you give this a shot for me please you know <laughs> i i'm having and i had to tell him okay look when you get old like me it just makes it worse okay <laughs> he's out there trying he and i told him it's not a big deal i just can't get it a turn i've oh i've always done it i've worked on all the i know how yeah. to do this yeah anyway he couldn't get it loose i'm gonna be honest with you the fact that he couldn't i felt like a real man again <laughs> i I actually came in, put my arm around LaDonna, said, hey, baby, you know. Like,
1: <laughs> it's not me. Not,
0: no, all is not lost. I'm still good. Get over here, you know. And anyway, but so the good side is I haven't gotten over the. I mean, I'm old, but I'm not that old yet. Really? You know, I'm still a man. I am still still functioning as a man that's good to know (laughs) it is but my plumbing is still leaking so now i got to figure out yeah i I thought about calling mike Eccles because you know he's got a hack to it he's got some tool that he bought in 1972 Uh, that's automatically twisted mike's got his
1: own water problems at home he was telling me was telling me saturday at breakfast he's was running the copper lines for their uh, air conditioning they're putting in this mini split system now and so he's crawling around under the house uh pulling copper uh, lines for his air conditioning system and he sees something dripping and uh, he realizes he's right under like under the fridge in the, where the kitchen is. And he's, he goes and he checks around and there's a big, a big place where it's been, it's been dripping, been leaking for a long time and (laughs) there's a lot of rot and he's going to have to be, it looks like he may end up replacing the kitchen floor completely in his house. Because rookie. it's it's been rotting so long. Dude, rookie. <laughs> I could have told him that. Yeah. You know, I, I
0: explained to LaDonna one time why is this so spongy? Oh, it's got extra padding in there. You know? <laughs> That's <what he> <laughs> Life radio dot the market mag show and you know, a couple of minutes ago we were talking about just water issues plumbing issues yeah yeah our buddy mike Eccles, and if you're a new listener you'll catch on to this mike is our buddy I and know. he has been associated with this program we met him through his wife rita right um when we were doing the mark and mac revival tour back in the day and rita was one of the people who came and joined us mm-hmm. um Alan, if she was available she was one of our singers and right. uh mike and and the whole family just became close to us yeah. and and they're wonderful some of the you know when you look at the definition of good man a biblical good man mike eckles he's the guy yep and he's also that go-to guy got a problem with the car call mike got a problem with the house call mike yeah you got ants running around your swimming pool (laughs) call mike you know got a problem raising kids call mike it doesn't anyway so when i was getting you know i don't even have a total plumbing problem because i can't get mine shut off so i can i'm thinking dude i can string this along for a couple of days Mm. you know I, i just put a bucket under that thing you know right yeah i mean Eventually LaDonna will get tired and she'll call somebody behind my back to come and turn it <laughs> off. You know, and that's fine. And she says either that or wait a minute, how about we just don't pay the water bill? Well then they wow. won't be out here for ninety days and when they do, but I'm not mm-hmm. you know, anyway. Oh, I man. hate the mics going through it, but you know what's funny is uh you know, Mike's the first call when you have extra problems at the house. I realized that <laughs> I didn't get that call from him. You know? <laughs> but, so what made me think about all that was this first story right here that you sent over the weekend about a worker finding a
1: malfa- malfunctioning water well. Right. Yeah, <laughs> he did a utility worker. He's doing some maintenance on a faulty uh, well in Iowa. He pulled a pipe from the well and discovered that it was covered in more than half a dozen snakes. You know why that is, Mark? Why is that, Dave? Because... Iowa is the first part of
0: the uh, election process in the United States of America. These are just the early
1: politicians, okay? That's it. They're there getting ready for the Iowa caucuses already. (laughs) Latimer-based Mort's Water Company said the worker pulled the pipe up from the malfunctioning well and was greeted by eight to nine bull snakes slithering on the structure. Uh, Oh, they're fun! Yeah, the company said in a Facebook post the snakes had apparently slithered into the well through the top of a poor poorly sealed well casing mort's water company said the snakes were a surprising sight but they were not the cause of the wells problems the problem turned out to be a pump and the motor in need of repair um bull snakes can grow up to be six feet long they're non-venomous though not considered to be a threat to humans they're fun actually say what they're fun they are fun When, when
0: i was a kid you know grew up in southern california but in the mid 70s there was uh, the economy post Nixon, post Vietnam. I mean, there was some stuff going on, and the uh, smog in Southern California was so bad. How bad was that it? I got a Little League game canceled one weekend. Wow. Yeah, it's so bad we can't play Little League, and that was we my can't parents see went. second
1: base. Yeah. We can't play, nope.
0: and my parents were like, <laughs> "You know what? We got five kids at the time. You know, five young children. The day they can't go outside because of pollution yeah. is the day we got to move, and so." they did. They packed it up and, and moved away from Beverly, you know, and uh, ended up, that's how we ended up in Albuquerque, New Mexico for two wow. years. And it was, a it was to get away from that. And to breathe air. It was really cool because mm. it was kind of like, you know, like Southern California, you're growing up. You don't realize that in reality you're in an iron lung, you know, you move out of there and all of a sudden, you know, you're in Albuquerque, which is yeah. 3000 feet. That's a, you know, just incredible. But yeah. while we were there, if you can imagine my second grade field trip, you're going to in in california was to go out to a dairy farm so you could actually see cows in person right yeah. we get out to new mexico and my brother and i are looking around and you see wait a minute what is this <laughs> this is dirt It goes on forever <laughs> there's no houses no buildings no nothing what is this it was so freaky and my mom just was like go explore you know and we did we would leave in the morning and we would check back in late in the afternoon and we learned about snakes and things because you could raise money out there by catching bull snakes and selling them to the pet store. They pay it? five bucks for a, a four foot long snake. Wow. And, and you could tell the difference between bull snakes, racers and rattlesnakes, sure, things yeah. like that. Yeah. yeah. And it didn't take long to learn the difference. And of course, when you're 10 feet tall and bulletproof at eight or nine years old, you know, Yeah. Uh, 10 anyway. So, yeah, uh, handling bull snakes was a lot of fun and they did earn great cash. But we caught horny toads. Found out how you know, horny toes bury themselves in the sand like a halibut does yeah. or like a flounder. yeah. And the thing is, you pick them up, and they shoot this blood concoction out of their little horns. It'll blind their prey. Yeah. You know, their, yeah. uh, it's a defense mechanism. Right, Didn't yeah. know that. Learned <laughs> that one the hard way. You know, you're like, is he peeing on me? What's he doing? It's like, oh, he's stained <laughs> my shirt. Yeah. But you got a couple of bucks for those. I mean, so Mike and I are out there. We're like... We're like Lewis and Clark trapping reptiles, you know, and yeah. taking them to the pet store. That was pretty cool. We made some decent money that summer.
1: Hmm. Yeah. That's your brother, not Mike, not to be confused with the Mike we were talking about. Before. Yeah. My brother, yeah. Mike. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, because yeah, we had so the, much fun because our buddy Mike is, is a no snakes kind of guy. I mean, his yeah. answer to a snake is his pistol. That's, <laughs> it's, oh, this is that bam. That's it's, There's no questions. It's gone.
0: And here's hears from somebody, oh, you know, Mike, those are really good snakes. No, there's no such thing as good snakes. <laughs> life radio FM. it's the mark and max show and you know the halloween hangover day i get you know we're both kind of going through that mark was shocked last night to have trick-or-treaters at yeah, the house big show i was shocked i was shocked that there are so many fall festivals and so many places to go trick-or-treating and so many adults who ought to stop trick-or-treating you know <laughs> oh my goodness mark but all right now in our neighborhood our area mark um it was decided ahead of time with when Halloween falls on a Sunday, uh, most times people decide to do it on Saturday, you know, to not do us, but that's what we did in in our area. But in Haley's area, they decided to do it, you know, in the, uh, on, on Sunday. Right. So we were able to to do all the trick-or-treating here and do it all that. And then we went to see Haley and Lily and Kyle and, you know, our little baby Lily is her first time of dressing up and doing Halloween. Mm. And, uh, anyway, so it was cute and we went out and did that. So you know, I thought after, I'm going to be honest, Mark. I thought, I'm really going to go all in on Saturday. I'll be the happy paw, even though walking all over the place is not a good day. Yeah. And then they hit me with, well, we get to do this tomorrow. And I thought, <laughs> are you messing with me? What is this? And so, but, but Dave, it's, it's your granddaughter Lily. You've got to go. Yeah, I know. I, I know, but can you just FaceTime me? I mean, you know, so I had to walk. Anyway. You know, so we're walking and, and it's funny and all that, but here's the deal at we're, we've gone around the neighborhood and we're getting, we're on the home stretch. I can see the house. Okay. I know we're getting close, but there was this group of people and they were, um, older than they should have been. Okay. Oh, we're talking. Yeah. yeah. They, it's like, you've got there and they're all dressed up. They've got a lot of makeup on and they've really gone all in and they go to this house and they knock on the door and the uh, the guy in the door realized now he's like me in his mind he's saying you guys are way too old you're the parents these kids i'll give these kids candy but i ain't giving you guys candy you're not and so what the owner of the house said where are y'all from are you from this neighborhood don't recall seeing you around me. where do you live <laughs> and when they said yeah we're not from this neighborhood the guy shut the door and said no i'm only giving out candy to people who live in this neighborhood to children to children that live in this neighborhood and he shut the door wow And so I'm going to be honest, that guy became my hero for a minute. You know, I'm thinking, you know, he's got a closet full of iron Bermuda shorts. Uh He's got dark, he's got dark socks and he's got his sandals for each day of the week. Uh, You know, he's got it going on, dude. uh And I really did think that, that I understood what he was saying. Okay. (laughs) You're too old. You don't get, no, you don't, you stop at 10 or 12 years old, whatever year it is, you know? Yeah. And anyway, but these people they didn't take kindly to it and i'm beginning to think this was the makings of antifa man these people came they come down the sidewalk right and they make a scene out in the street we just and one of the older guy again dude was dressed up and he was not as old as me but he was close does anybody have any eggs? We're gonna show this guy what Halloween's all about. Oh really? Yeah. Ooh. We're not from this neighborhood, but our neighborhood's just as good as this one and blah blah <laughs> blah. Like, really? Oh god. It's Halloween. I I got my Batman over here, grandson. <laughs> I got my <laughs> princess queen granddaughter. What? You know <laughs> Oh my word. And I told Haley, I said, so are you going to go up to this house? (laughs) You know, (laughs) because I don't know that I really want to go and knock on that guy's door after this. Right. But I mean, you could really see these people were escalating. Mm -hmm. And it was like, for what point? I'm like, and it just, I mean, I I don't know if you had that. I know you had some trick or treaters last night, but I mean, there's got to be a point where adults realize that walking or if you're begging at an off ramp, you know, with cigarettes and a dog looking for a Mickey D's thing that's one time but begging door to door wow. dressing up you know and having <laughs> your crazy. bag
1: full of candy come on man thinking about oh. out of the neighborhood i mean we out of the neighborhood is 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 kind of relative we had one kid with a distinct british accent last night and i was thinking oh yeah where were you from <laughs> should have asked him if he was legal or not that was one thing well donna i told her i said you know because we were talking
0: about how back in the day they would like bring truckloads full of people to our neighborhood yeah and we're wondering when that's going to happen and we're Mm, about at that cusp i mean which is fun you know it's a lot of fun yeah but i told her i said you know it could be fun if we just checked id just put a little sign out there you know checking id you know no id (laughs) no candy right (laughs) (laughs) no ticky no laundry you know (laughs) life radio.fm it is the mark and mac show and mark i'm to tell you something off air actually Uh-oh. but anyway uh well you know how you you see little things in your children and grandchildren that uh you know you know it's you okay you know it's your bloodline <laughs> yes yesterday while we were riding around heading to uh, go trick-or-treat with Haley, braylon's playing a video game you know well, i don't know what handheld device it is you know right, but yeah. it's really cool i know that you know? Yeah. it's yeah. just i can't figure out how to turn it on but he's playing it right <laughs> And Hannah asks him, you know, she wanted, what game are you playing was what she was after. But she said, what you doing, Bray? And I'm not kidding. He's playing the game. And without even thinking twice, he goes, pick him, boogers. <laughs> <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> you know,
1: I I'm don't like, like this kid. So I know. Much. <laughs> it was like, I looked in the rear
0: view mirror. I'm like, he didn't even look up. You know, it's <laughs> yeah. just, that was what he came up with. I'm like, that's he's- funny. I always knew I mean I can but it's like man I wanted to pull over and give him money or something you know it's just awesome I'm like I don't think I should champion this That's you know awesome
1: I'm, yeah. Anyway, so yeah, I thought gonna, he's going to be he's going to grow up to be just like either one of us. You know, that. and that's, it is. I know. And that's like your so, wife asks you, what you doing? Brain mm. surgery. You know, I, just, yeah,
0: pretty much. <laughs> yep. There you go. I thought that was so fast. You know, it was funny. And I'm like, wow, you go, Bray. <laughs> of course, Hannah was like, don't say that. That's disgusting. She's such a girl. You know, I'm like, come on. Funny. All right. In a, uh, a sting operation, yeah. police uh, see 17 pounds of something. Yes, they and, did. Uh, mm.
1: I'm wondering. And since it was in, in India, there's yeah. no telling oh, what it could be. You oh, know? curry? <laughs> it could be anything. According to several sources, Indian officials recovered around 17 pounds of sperm whale vomit, often known as ambergris, in a sting operation Saturday night. Ambergris is a waxy material found in the intestines of sperm whales, and it is said to be utilized in the production of high-end perfumes. When sperm whales have something irritating in their stomach or throat, they wrap it in this greasy substance, which is uh, ambergris, and then they spit it out. They throw it up. What, do
0: these whales have people working on the inside of them? (laughs) Yeah,
1: they got teams. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, we go. And what happens is this, this mass then floats up to about a foot below the surface and uh and it can only be collected by people who really know about it right forest officials in uh in india in a section of india laid a trap on saturday after getting some information that there was a gang attempting to sell this stuff to global markets according to the times of india officials approached yeah whale barf yes Uh, officials approached two guys Suspected of having this ambergris and offered to buy it from them, and after offering to sell seventeen pounds of it to the other undercover officers, they fell for their trap and they were both detained. Uh, this whale puke, estimated to be worth about a million bucks. What? Yeah.
0: yeah. Well, they're farming whale barf.
1: From- yeah, but the I- whale, the whale, it's, the sperm whale is endangered. So, it's, yeah, and it's unlawful to to actually utilize this stuff in a lot of countries like our country the united states and it's also illegal in india but why why is it illegal i mean it's whale barf
0: and they got it's not like they're catching the whales and going in there and digging it out you know i know
1: i i I don't know why it's illegal i just know it is illegal which is what makes these guys criminals for for selling wow 17 pounds of this stuff worth a million bucks
0: you're sitting around the thieves, you know, in in the cafeteria in prison. What you in for? You know, I mean, do you actually admit this?
1: Oh, whale barf, selling, yeah. selling whale
0: barf. Yeah, yeah, cockfighting over here, heroin production over here, murder
1: over here, whale barf. There will wow. not be a well. Tell me more. There will just be pounding. Yeah. That's all there will be. Yeah, you're gonna be you're gonna be cleaning a couple of dudes' rooms, man.
0: LifeRadio.fm, the Mark and Mac Show. And yeah, you know, if you're just joining us, I'm going to share. We were talking about whale barf a minute ago. Okay. And both Mark and I, while the music's playing, we're both over here. Why is this illegal? You know? <laughs> right, yeah. You can who Google knew, anything, but who knew there was a like, black market for whale yeah, puke? You know? I, it's like, really? <laughs> so. What it ultimately amounts to is because the sperm whales are protected, any yeah. kind of hunting of the sperm whale, even if you're just following them to pick up, yeah. you know, the, right. it, that's, that's the quag apparently. And apparently I'm just thinking, so, yeah. Mark, if somebody told us, Hey, I'll give you a million dollars for a couple pounds of this stuff, you and I would be rowboating out to, you know, <laughs> and
1: <laughs> so we'd be lost off the florida keys somewhere looking, yeah. looking for yeah, whales. really do we have them
0: over here nope we got sharks <laughs> oh yeah i did yeah. see uh in and the how the trick-or-treating fiasco yeah i did see somebody dressed up as a baby shark oh that figures yeah and i'm like really you're a couple years too late dude if i see a barney i'm gonna put the two of y'all together you know and mark yeah that's seen is today. I know, and I'm, I'm wondering, you know, again, about the trick-or-treating thing. I think anything can be fun. You know, yeah. you can make, if, especially if you're doing it all together as family. And I will tell you, I saw a lot of that. I did see a lot of uh, families, you
1: know, together, yeah. some dress, some not. I and, love that. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I've got a I have a friend who's a pastor named uh, Joey, Joey Hill. Mm-hmm. I worked with him at SDEA for years. And he and his family used to post a picture every year of them all in a, it's all a theme. Right, like they were all the Incredibles one year, mm-hmm. all dressed as the Incredibles. Uh, it's like the Flintstones and and uh, mm-hmm. and Barney Rubble, and them one year uh, they're the circus. One year the dad is the ringmaster, and everybody oh. else is some somebody in the circus. I wow. mean, and that's and they're just having fun with it, uh, fun. Wow. And then he's a pastor he's yeah. a pastor and and there are people who think you well, shouldn't do this halloween thing well oh. my buddy the pastor and yeah, his family right <laughs> yeah
0: how funny it's is just that? fun
1: you know they're just having a good time you know when uh
0: back in the day right when i was in college you know we <laughs> both had, ways in the, yeah, in the snow i think yeah. that was snow <laughs> <laughs> yeah. don't eat the yellow snow mark oh, please. tip number one but Thank you. here's your deal we're sitting there in this class this speech class where it's kind of amazing how people will do a speech in Bible college. You know, you're learning to put together the three point sermon that they say doesn't exist. Anyway, so <laughs> guy does this sermon or this speech rather, and he's uh doing about Halloween and why we shouldn't celebrate and everything else. Okay. And it was, you know, it was eloquent and all that. And I'm like, you know, I learned a lot. Okay. And I didn't want to dog him out, you know, but they did. Hey, you do have a Q and a after you would give this speech, you know, and, the teacher would then make his final assessment after hearing us pick it all apart. Yeah. And you know, you kind of, um, you don't want to pick somebody apart, you know, in class, that's just not cool. Yeah. But you know, it was, you got to think of everybody was like thinking, well, I'll make brownie points with the past, with the you know professor. <laughs> if I just really go along, thank you for doing this. We need to fight back. We need to protest Halloween. And I, all I could think of was, okay, can we, I'll, I'm with you. Okay. I will, <laughs> protest and picket i'll i will actually go door to door halloween night and i will pick it each you know and i'll do my part to reduce the candy supply yes and i thought but here was the whole thing i i made that joke and of course that's a great idea dave we could actually go out and teach people and like i was making a joke but you know but my whole point was really so you want to go old Testament on this. We're really going old school here. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like fire and brimstone. And I, all I could think of is dude, you're, I get what you're saying, but you know, really, yeah. are we going to go all Hallows Eve on this thing? I mean, <laughs> if you, and I actually did say, well, if we really want to do that, and I, it's your prerogative, you know, um, but why don't we go ahead? And as long as we're going to do this, give me december 25th and let's talk about that for a minute you know if you really want to you know if you want to play exact words if you want to do the greg brady you know episode of driving the car you are going to end up with a frog in your pizza because Uh if you do this Uh
1: you're going to lose that's right if you want to go back and dig up sam hain and all of the other the you know the the pagan feasts and all this other stuff and and tie it all into halloween we're going to have to do the same thing with all the rest of them you really want to go there Mm-hmm. And anyway, the thing
0: is, is that the professor, the speech professor, was Barry McCarty. Uh, this is a man who was a speechwriter for Reagan. You know, yeah. Uh, when during Reagan's uh, rise to when he actually won, you know, in eighty, he'd run more <laughs> But anyway, so Barry was not Professor McCarty was not a uh, hyper religious cat. You right. know, yeah.
1: He did have certain things that he was really, you know, big about. Are you saying he wasn't counting cuss words at the movies? He
0: was not no, counting okay. cuss words yeah, at the movie. Yeah. yeah. He done. was yeah. too busy being chained to the doors at abortion clinic. <laughs> he was doing yeah, that. That was his thing. And anyway, so it was interesting because after all of these hyper you know, trying to we're at brownie points with the professor. And he's like, you know, um it's candy, it's Halloween. <laughs> There's, you know, he said the 5% of people who actually know what you're talking about, okay, yeah, yeah. they they don't have to participate. There's not a law that requires you to participate. As a matter of fact, if you don't want to participate, don't dress the children up, don't go to, and just turn your light off and watch TV. You right. don't have to participate. Right. If it was a law that you had to, then there might be an argument, but there right. isn't. So yep. anyway, very, very valuable lesson about the reality of the world we live in mm. and sharing the truth. Because his whole thing was, how many people do you think you would actually respond to you after you do this? Mm -hmm. How many would actually respond in a positive fashion to anything you want to share after you have alienated them by this? And it was just brilliant. Excellent uh, point. Life Radio FM. It's the Mark and Mac show. And, you know, we appreciate you joining us. We appreciate the fact that you tell friends you're listening or neighbors, loved ones. Actually, you know what? I thought about handing out Mark and Mac stickers last night, you know, for Halloween or, you know, over the weekend. And but I didn't because, you know, kids are going to look at that and go, oh, I hate yeah. these guys. They're yeah. horrible. You know, <laughs> or they're just going to throw them away. Yeah, well, of course, you yeah. know, they, Well, actually kids now would be more. They, they actually wouldn't just throw them away they would actually be so mad that it wasn't wrapped around a Milky Way. They'd be over here putting it all over my cars. Your your mailbox would be covered
1: with them in the yeah, morning. Covered,
0: yeah. <laughs> all right, Mark. <laughs> a state employee is accused of dropping cocaine at work. Rutrow. row Yeah.
1: Yeah. I'm thinking that's probably a bad day at the office. Not a good day. 44-year-old Tawan D. Carter of Albany, New York, was arrested after state police said, He dropped six and a half grams of cocaine while he was leaving work. Carter's an employee of the Department of Taxation and Finance, the police are telling us. Uh, State police said they responded to a call at the Harriman State campus on Thursday, October 21st, after they found a Ziploc bag with a white substance in it. A digital scale had also been found close to where the bag was discovered. After an investigation, state police said they were able to determine Carter dropped the cocaine while he was leaving the office. He was charged with third degree criminal sale of a controlled substance, fourth degree criminal possession of a narcotic drug and criminal use of drug paraphernalia. I'm sure they would have charged him with more if they could have found it. Wow. (laughs) Carter was arraigned in Albany city court and incarcerated at the Albany County jail in lieu of 10,000 cash or $20,000 bond. Wow. Mark, I don't even know where to begin. You know,
0: I'm beginning to think, did this uh mr carter end up uh was he pals with uh biden's son you know because oh <laughs> gosh with hunter Fine. <laughs> yeah hunter biden you know i mean there, yeah. there have been some issues you know uh, yeah, returning happy, a yeah. returning a rental car that's got a bong and crack pipe and everything else and yeah. the car yeah. company going who rented this last <laughs> oh I, I don't know sir <laughs> wow man people are just you know what this is uh, i don't even know where you go from this man i don't either it's like at what point do we just look at this and go, you belong in jail, yeah. you know?
1: Yeah. Meg, the guy works for the government and he's it, apparently he's selling drugs on the side, you know, and making extra money. It's just really Oh, sad. man. Yeah.
0: I'm, I, yeah, but here it is, Mark. You know What's what? That? He's not making enough money. Is and that? It? It's really not his fault. Oh, you know, oh, it's I our fault you. because we don't pay him enough. Yeah. That's yeah. what it is. He's right. a government worker. He needs more money. We, if we paid him more, he wouldn't sell the drugs. Uh-huh.
1: Yeah, I, I think you might be onto something there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Who's really mad? All of his
0: customers that work for the same state agency. <laughs> LifeRadio.fm, the Mark and Mac Show. You know, Mark, two things uh, I forgot to mention earlier: um, the daily podcast, yep, that uh, you can get wherever your podcasts come from, and uh, the daily Bible reading, yeah, which. You know, we're heading into that time of year now where one of the coolest things I noticed last night, uh, as I mentioned, my neighborhood didn't. We did Halloween on Saturday as opposed to last night. And um, I noticed last night that uh, two of the houses in our neighborhood had their Christmas stuff up. Uh. They went from that taking down the Halloween and up with the Christmas because we've (laughs) been having that battle. I told LaDonna I'd like to have the Christmas tree up at a certain time, you know, Yeah, and it's her thing. It's not my thing. And it's like. I try to be really supportive, you know, Hey, babe, yeah, I'd yeah. like, i like to have all this stuff out.
1: It's just, but I ain't the one that, you know, you're not the one that instigates it. No, yeah, I'm no. not
0: the one that actually has to do it. Oh you know? yeah, And yeah, so, yeah. because I have no sense of taste at all. I mean, <laughs> you know, <laughs> so anyway, she was like, Dave, I just don't feel like putting it out yet. Well, right, I, I yeah. get it. Yeah. Okay. But you know, I don't want it the week before either. So yeah. anyway, and
1: that's the thing you go through all that effort to put that, you know, put it all out. And then it, it, it feels like it feels like a week later you're taking it back down right again, you know and that's what it feels like it's,
0: that's why you should put it up at halloween
1: yeah yeah even if it's <laughs> even if it's a month like you, right. got, you get thanksgiving and the day after thanksgiving yeah. boom all the decorations go up it feels like it's been up for a week when you're right. taking it back down again just, oh yeah yeah
0: and that you know that how that thing is you mentioned the day after thanksgiving oh yeah and then you know new year's day or the whenever you take it right. down yeah uh just kind but, of interesting how we've done those over James,
1: the years. jane's mom yeah. it was christmas christmas really? day. yeah the presents are unwrapped all right let's take a tree down really <laughs> yes wow bless her heart she was she wasn't it was gone man i mean after after everybody had had their christmas fun christmas morning that christmas tree was coming down and getting put away wow <laughs> i've never heard of that oh that's the only time i've ever seen it happen either but it's very it, cool it, it, dependably year after year yeah christmas day how funny. You could go by. You could be there that morning enjoying right. some time with them, a little coffee, come back, you know, go someplace, come back later that day. The house, there's no Christmas. There's just, <laughs> No Christmas music. she got the Beach Boys gone, playing you know. in the background, and, you know, and it ain't little, you know, little St. Nick yeah. <laughs>
0: serving you as a... Yeah. Hey, look, did you guys have the traditional, you know, at Christmas, a lot of families have a tradition that they do. And I know that, you know, in my family, we were each allowed to open one present on christmas eve mm, yeah and that was it and then you know everything else was on christmas morning did y'all have something like that we would do that
1: but it was because we were um at not at our house our right. at our house it was all christmas morning but we would go like to somebody's like my grandmother's or something like that christmas eve and hang right. with them and we would be able to open stuff there Oh, okay something whatever like. you got yeah. from that family right yes okay yeah but i know i had friends in a boom um, it was
0: interesting because we actually, I mentioned earlier, you know, living in Albuquerque, New Mexico for two years when I was a kid. And because in the neighborhood where we lived, um, there's a huge air force base in Albuquerque, Kirtland air force base. And so a number of uh, neighbors that we had that had children in my age group were military. So they traveled a lot. And so Mm -hmm. you had all these different, uh, families from different areas of the country that brought their own different traditions right and it was really cool I loved it because yeah. it was just so unique that there was one family that I mean we're talking at midnight or 1201 okay that Santa Claus apparently came at 12 o'clock you know midnight on their <laughs> at their house <laughs> yeah and they were able they would they would wake up and they would do Christmas presents at you know midnight that's funny that's yeah good. yeah and I thought, you know, just again, we got one present Christmas Eve and then everything else Christmas morning. I was thinking but about they, that,
1: that whole military lifestyle where yeah. you, this year you may be stationed here. Next year you may be stationed there, you know, right? And the, the Christmas is going to be different every year, Yep. you know, and yeah. they
0: develop their own yeah. really
1: family, you know, for
0: this nuclear family thing. Yeah. It's really cool.
1: I know a guy, uh, I worked with a guy and his wife for, for a lot of years who used to before we worked together at this place, yeah. they worked for the Billy Graham organization and oh, they wow. were, they were the advanced team that would go into different cities to prepare oh, wow. to the, to, you know, church relations and things like that for Billy Graham crusades. Right. And, uh, they lived in a different city every year for 18 years. Wow. With kids. Wow. And they, so they traveled, they, they packed and moved. And 18 years they lived on the road like that. And can you imagine Christmas? 18 years in a row in different cities around the country wow <laughs> yeah I would be that, willing to bet I haven't talked to him about it but I'd almost be willing to bet that they uh, at Christmas time they went home they went yeah. back to their family homes or something like that so it could all be consistent Man, you know that would be the only way funny. to make any sanity out of it you know you know
0: depending on how many kids they have you're going to yeah. divide it up half of them dealt with it really well and were excited <laughs> about it the others are in therapy yeah <laughs> life radio.fm the mark and mac show where see a headline and you go wait a minute a <laughs> couple of weeks ago i am at the dollar general picking up some toiletries right huh. and the whole you know thing is gone there's not one roll
1: i know and no toilet i went papers,
0: to the manager yeah. and i said "Hey, are what's going on here are we gonna have this again and the manager's like no 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 the truck's behind trucks you just know. running a couple days behind right, blah blah yeah. blah yeah and i was relieved and then Hundreds of rolls of toilet paper get spilled onto a California highway. Yep. And all I'm thinking of, I bet this is some kind of dude who decided, hey, you know what?
1: (laughs) You amateurs can roll trees. I'm rolling the interstate. Here you go. I'm going to show you what you do when you got extra toilet paper. (laughs) Yeah, well, traffic on a stretchy California highway did get slowed down due to an unusual hazard of hundreds of rolls of toilet paper in the roadway. And you know why it slowed down. Everybody's getting out and grabbing it up. Right. That's why. Aerial video from the scene shows the rolls of toilet paper were spread across about 100 yards of Interstate 880 in San Leandro, south wow. of uh, Marina Boulev- uh, Boulevard. Transportation authorities said the unusual traffic hazard caused traffic to slow, but no major backups occurred. <laughs> Uh, i question their commitment the uh-huh. origin of the t- of the uh toilet paper rolls and how they came to be in the roadway eh, that's still unclear witnesses took to social media to question where it all came from though yeah and yeah. how can we find more that's You right.
0: know, <laughs> <laughs> i thought I it remember- grew from
1: trees but he told me the
0: dude there was a time in uh when in birmingham back in the day where every major city's got a malfunction junction kind of thing and it's fifty nine yeah. twenty sixty five, and yeah um there was some frozen chicken the guy spilled oh that was and awful. yeah it was funny because i remember actually thinking and i know this is sad but i had five kids living at home at the time and i kept thinking well you know what you can't wash it off come on <laughs> <laughs> who needs a five second rule i've got a five hour rule let's go yeah i couldn't get close enough though Yeah, you know, i had the road blocked off yeah. it was bad yeah life radio.fm the mark and mac show good to have you with us today you know great music all day long and just keep it on you will enjoy it uh, i was at a fall festival and uh, ran into a radio guy mm. and you know what mark it's one of those things where i'm at this fall festival because of my grandson you know i we were with braylon yeah and we were getting it was yesterday heading getting ready to head to meet with Haley and kyle to you know go on lily's first trick-or-treating thing uh. but i'm at this thing and i I want to watch my grandson play, you know, uh, at this fall festival. I just—that's why I was there, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But there was a radio guy who's a little older than me, and I—the thing he wanted to talk radio, you know, <laughs> Wanted to talk I wanted, shop. <laughs> yeah, and I wanted to be polite, but it was like, um, I don't I, how do we not get this? Okay. I'm here yeah. with my grand, I'm not here to talk about business or radio, anything. I'm, I'm here to watch my grandson get candy and yeah. try to plan on what, where he needs to go back to get more. You know I mean? Yeah. Look, I, I mean, how many times do I have to tell you Braylon? Almond <laughs> joy's got nuts. Mounds <laughs> don't, you know, come on. <laughs> and <laughs> that guy's talking to me about radio. I'm like, really? I I'm done. You know? And I was mm, trying yeah. to be polite, but then another kid comes walking up and i don't recognize him okay i haven't this one young man who i have not seen in i don't know maybe two years you yeah. know yeah. i do know who he is and his family and all he's a wonderful young man i just haven't seen him in a while so i didn't recognize him because he's right. in that age where they change so much you know oh, i know yeah and this kid's probably grown two feet since i've seen him last hmm. and the only reason i knew who he was is because he had food all over his face <laughs> i'm like yeah i remember him yeah <laughs>
1: and (laughs) two feet shorter same food yeah that's yeah (laughs) and
0: the thing is he's but he and a wonderfully nice young man but again i'm trying to watch my grandson there's a bunch of people yeah and uh so i keep trying to find a polite way you know to to do this and there isn't one you know radio people uh, off air radio people are not the most social you know they really aren't you got some that are okay you but a lot of them really are not going to be able to talk about they awkward yeah yeah. <laughs> and that's why I hide behind a radio face yeah. a radio thing yeah anyway it was just in that moment where i was thinking how can i get away you know to to watch and i finally had to say hey man i would love to talk to you let's let's get up later in the week yeah i'm here to watch my grandson and he's oh yeah that's great when they're that age blah 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 i don't have any mind with me today blah. but did you <laughs> and know i
1: talking yes <laughs>
0: and i'm like oh my gosh i don't even know what to do mark i really didn't i was he's totally at a loss look at him and say no seriously i gotta go. yeah i wanted to be polite but he wouldn't yeah. leave he, he just kept following me and finally wow. I, I went over to Ladonna. Oh, no i actually i went to hannah and i said you know i, I you're gonna have to watch him i i'm you know mm-hmm. and I'm it's trapped. like I've, I've got this dog that won't leave me alone he's following me you know i'm like I thought if I throw a biscuit over there will he shag that yeah. thing down.
1: But anyway, it was okay. just what are you going to do, you know? What, I he mean, how for do you, a, he looking for a job or what? I mean, I don't know. That I think maybe, but because I'm be honest, trust me, you know? everybody in the radio business is looking yeah. for a job always, whether they've got one or not, yeah. they're all looking oh, for yeah. a job. Oh <laughs> yeah.
0: The thing is, I actually, you know, what's really bad, I wasn't really paying attention. You know, oh. I was looking for Braylon, and all I heard was rah, 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 owner, rah, 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 stupid, rah, 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 automation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. It was like. <laughs> I just know at one point, you know, I, and I heard that lull, and I thought, yeah, here's the app for our radio. live radio. <laughs> <laughs>
1: it was like,
0: I don't know if awesome. it had anything to do with what he was talking about, oh, but gosh. there you
1: go. <laughs> and if he's listening this morning, you know who you are. <laughs> nah, he's not. He wasn't paying
0: attention. He was only thinking about what he was talking about. He wasn't yeah, listening. You know right. how that is. Yeah. When you're talking to somebody, and you know they're not I, listening to what I you're saying. No, exactly what they're you're talking They're only about. thinking about what they're going to say uh-huh. to finish
1: whatever thought they started and with. And you know what business those people are in? Radio.
0: LifeRadio.fm. It is the Mark and Mac show. And by the way, uh, when... For many, many years, my wife thought my ego was so out of control, Mark, that she said, you're not
1: the center of the universe.
0: And I was like, Baby, really? You know better than that. Come on.
1: <laughs> no, so, you're, you're not. Trust me. I, I Because I know where it is. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it's in Idaho. Well, I, yeah.
0: Idaho? Is that where you're going It's with? in you Idaho. You're going to tell me yeah. Idaho? Okay.
1: Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> it's, a, it's a in Wallace, Idaho. On the corner of, of Bank Street and 6th Street in this little mining town of Wallace, Idaho, you'll find a manhole. And at first, it may seem like an unremarkable little sewer cover, but if you step a bit closer, you realize it's a whole lot more. It is the center of the universe. The town of Wallace is four by nine blocks, has a current population of seven hundred and eighty four citizens. But in 2004, the mayor made a proclamation, quote, I, Ron Garaton, mayor of Wallace, Ohio, and all of its subjects and being of sound body and mind, do hereby solemnly declare and proclaim Wallace. To be the center of the universe.
0: (laughs) I think, Mark, we ought to call into question the sound (laughs) body and mind.
1: Well, if you're wondering what the claim is based on, uh, Shauna Hillman, she's one of the original four behind this idea, says this. Why not? That's the answer to why it's the center of the universe. Why not? The second answer, prove it isn't. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> the real answer she continues uh, relies on the theory of prob uh, probabilism i won't go into that See, basically it's if you cannot prove that wallace is not the center of the universe then it must be the center of the universe oh this is the old joke right uh, it is yeah every building in wallace's historic downtown is on the national registry of historic places now they did this in part is a very deliberate effort to prevent the district from being completely bulldozed for the construction of the interstate highway. (laughs) <laughs> so, so to save it they declared everyone they had them all put on the national register of historic places so they couldn't destroy the town which is brilliant when you think about it well done yeah the town is nestled within 600 miles of national forest there are ample opportunities for hiking biking snowshoeing skiing fishing zip lining, and spotting wildlife in the center of the universe <laughs> 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 wow and it was a it was a mining town uh there were four big silver mines It at one point it was like the biggest producing silver town in america and huh. but but now it's 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 basically it's a roadside attraction and the, the interstate literally runs right past it it kind of swoops around it because they did that with all the preservation stuff <laughs> so they had to build the interstate around the town instead of through it Kind of like Radiator Springs, right? Yeah. And cars. Yeah, Yeah, pretty much.
0: (laughs) It's brilliant. (laughs) Here's your next t shirt is, you know, (laughs) my friend went to the center of the universe and all I got was this (laughs) Wallace, Idaho t shirt. (laughs) Liferadio.fm, the Mark and Mag show. And, you know, after today, we probably won't be mentioning Halloween for a while. Of course I just hexed us with that. Now we're going to be doing Halloween <laughs> stories through Christmas, I guess, but <laughs> oh, I hope not. <laughs> police warn woman not to wear Halloween costume as a protest. Oh yeah. This is kind of an interesting story that got a whole lot more, attra- you know, attention
1: than it yeah. probably should have otherwise. Yeah. yeah, a woman in South Florida says she was warned by a local police officer not to wear a Halloween costume that's designed like a condo building project that she and others oppose since that would be considered a protest for which she needs a permit. Now, that is some tortured thinking right wow. there. Yeah, Kat Uden told the South Florida Sun Sentinel that the officer told her that if she wore the costume to the city of Hollywood's Holly Weird Halloween block party Saturday <laughs> night, it would be considered a planned protest march. Well, she said she still planned to wear the costume, but that she would she's not going to be bringing along her 12-year-old son she said she didn't want to see him to see her getting harassed by the cops. Uh, she's been a leading critic of a developer's plan to build a 30 story condo on taxpayer owned beachfront land. Hmm. The land is currently home to a park and a community center. A vote on the matter by city commissioners is expected later in the year. On Facebook, Uden urged her other opponents, that is, uh, of the development, to wear a costume like hers, designed like a condo building, or to bring signs that read no condo to this Halloween block party. Mm -hmm. A few days after she posted the message, she said she got a call from the local police lieutenant. She says, quote, I told him it's a costume party. I don't consider it a demonstration, and that's why I didn't apply for a permit. Right. Police spokeswoman Brianna Bidineshi said that Uden needs a permit to hold a, quote, planned protest march, end quote. Right. If she attends the event and leads an organized demonstration, she'll be given a warning and asked to leave. After a warning, the penalty could include arrest with a fine of five up to $500 or 60 days in jail. Yeah, Bob Jarvis, a constitutional law professor at Nova S- uh, Southeastern University, told the Sun-Sentinel that you had a right to wear the costume since doing so was protected by the first amendment. He says the police are on very shaky ground. There is no reason to think she's inciting anyone or that she will be starting a riot. All right. So here, here's how it works.
0: If you want to do a protest hidden within a Halloween party, Mm -hmm. you don't broadcast it on social media, you know, (laughs) you go to people privately and say, Hey, let's do this. Right. You get, you know, the five or 10 people who are just as crazed over this project as you are. Right. And then you show up. And even though you pre-planned it, there is no proof that you pre-planned it. So you show up and nobody says anything. Hmm. All right. You win the day. Pictures get taken. They go on social media. Look at what these creative individuals did to protest the condo thing. Right. Yeah. But, when you put it out there up front so people will go what a great idea and pat you on Mm -hmm. the back you're such a champion for the rights of the little little guy when you do that to get attention for such a thing right now it is a protest and now it does require things yes yeah you have free speech Mm -hmm. but it's not the kind of free speech that you think because when you have something like this and you plan it out Mm. There you go. You've lost a lot of, uh, your sneak period. You know, you yeah. just got to be careful. And people yeah. do this all the time yeah. when they, you know, they want the attention for something as much, if not more than they actually want their protest to be right. heard.
1: It's crazy. Well, when you organize and promote something, yeah. it, it, then you're inviting legal issues like this, yeah. it, the, like, which is exactly you what she did. You yeah.
0: remember that huge cow I had at
1: a previous radio station? Yeah. The wild the cow. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Thing was 19 feet tall, 23 feet long. Yeah. Well, I had to do a remote, which is a broadcast on location from a vendor. Okay. Right, you, yeah. The DJ goes out for two or three hours and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. We had that huge cow just to attract attention. Had a station logo down the side. It was...
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> so I'm in this area that actually has real <laughs> restrictions about... Signs, okay. The buildings, like even like the McDonald's sign on this area of 280 Mm -hmm. in Birmingham, that they had to conform to the community standards of what was allowed, not allowed. Yeah, the Wow Cow, because of its size, was (laughs) not going to conform to this. So there were a couple choices here. Uh
1: huh.
0: I want you know this is an area that has a lot of traffic. I need the cow up to draw attention. The whole idea promote the station and the business. Yeah. And if I were to ask ahead of time, the answer would have been no. no. Yeah. You're not talking about, is it better to ask permission or beg for forgiveness kind of thing? Mm -hmm. I just thought I'm going to get this thing up. And that's what I did. I waited till the beginning of the remote boom, 11 AM here, it's going up and I'm able to use it as a locator, you know, for, Mm -hmm. yeah. Hey, when you see the wildcat pull on in, I'll give you a, here's a George Stray CD or whatever. Yeah. Anyway, about halfway through the remote, I get the cop pulling up and he says, You gotta take that down, blah, blah, blah. We've had complaints. Oh, okay, fine. Now, depending on how you're trying to work things out, it can be short or long in terms of taking this thing down. <laughs> and I said, Hey, would you mind? I I'm I'm being polite. Would you mind showing me the law that requires me to take this down? Because I'm gonna have to explain it to my boss. Right, yeah. All the while it's five minutes, ten minutes, uh-huh. fifteen minutes. <laughs> And I'm thinking, I can string this out for an hour, okay? And the guy's, he's humoring me. He's yeah. trying to be good about it, right? Because he doesn't want me going on the air and saying they're terrorizing me. Right. But he does come back, and he says, uh, is that Mike on?" No. I'm going to do something here. Um, I'm going to give you this moment to take that down. <laughs> but we've played this game long enough. <laughs> <laughs> and i'm ready to move on so if it doesn't come down right now i'm gonna bring it down and i am going to arrest you Ooh. now it's your call as, uh, as to what you want to explain to your bosses but i do want you to know that i'm hungry and i'm ready to go back to the station so putting you in the back of my car actually allows me to eat sooner it's your call mr mac what would you like to do i'd say he's an effective communicator i'll i kick that generator off so fast I mean, no worries dude you got it buddy yep i'm on your team hey Woo. LifeRadio.fm. It's the Mark and Mac Show, and I meant to tell you this earlier, Mark, but oh. I actually there was a uh, last night doing the trick or treating with Haley and Kyle and my baby Lily and um, Batman, Bat Bray. Uh, well, yeah. there was one family that uh, they were kind of uniquely dressed. I mean, it, they had a theme, and but it took me time to realize what it was. And uh, Dad was pulling the kids along in a wagon. Which was really kind of funny, because I thought, if you are not old enough to walk, you're not old enough to trick-or-treat, you know? But anyway, uh, uh, he was dressed as Luigi, and he had a kid in there dressed like Mario. That's I'm not awesome. kidding. That was funny, actually, you know? But, so, so, when I saw that you had this story in the mix today, I laughed. Yeah. I'm like, because it was creative. And I and now that it, I realized that he did dress his wife up as Princess Peach, mm. and uh, I, I'm because I was trying to figure out, I knew they had a theme going on. Right, yeah. But... I think she ate a lot of cobbler because, uh, <laughs> wait, you know, at any rate, it just, I didn't realize who she was until, you know, just now. That's you know. Oh yeah. That's, <laughs> that's, that's what funny. she was. Okay. Yeah. Yeah.
1: You know, we've had a few stories lately about video games, classic video games, you know, fresh new in the box being found right. and sold at auction. Well, a sealed super Mario brothers two video game from back in 1988 was found wow. at the back of a walk in closet in Indiana, and it sold for more than $88,000, according to the wow. auction house handling its sale. So this if you were into numerology, Mark, this would really be nineteen eighty eight. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's a sign. Yeah, it's a sign yes, you need a new is. hobby. Yeah. Uh Har- <laughs> Harrod Group said the item was found in near mint condition in a box of video games in the crowded closet, which was part of a deceased estate in Floyd's Knobs, Indiana. That's the wow. name for a town. Floyd's Knobs. Um, Quote, at first glance, it was a comforting wave of classic Nintendo nostalgia. All the classics were there. Super Mario Brothers, Duck Hunt, Quick, uh, what is it? QIX, I I can't remember. What is that? Uh, Even an NES console. So we did what any children of the 1990s would do. We fired up the console and tested all the open games. Hmm. (laughs) But the unopened copy of the Super Mario Brothers 2 game was assessed by Wada Games in Denver, which gave it a 9.8. Nine point eight mm-hmm. A plus rating. That's the second highest score it could get. At an online auction last week, it was sold for eighty eight thousand five hundred and fifty dollars, including the buyer premium. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> so it's time to go through the closet and find all of those all those old games you swore you would play for the rest of your life. Man. Yeah. I I'm promise, thinking, Mom. If you buy this, I'll play it every day.
0: It's new in the, you know, yeah, new in the box. I mean yeah. so they downgraded it for the box being dented. Yeah, there must, I mean? must have
1: been some wear and tear on the box. Wow. If It was jammed in a box with a bunch of other ones it could, have, you know, it could have been problems with it. Thinking who would possibly have a game from then that didn't get open? That's yeah. beyond the pale. I mean, yeah. it's cool. I mean, I, yeah, you do find things. You know, you you shared that link with me to that uh, that story about the uh, the video game that the people found. They went and digging through the dump looking for this video game. The, the yeah. one that was blamed on—they blamed it on killing. E.T. Yeah, E.T. game, the E.T. game, and it was supposed to have killed some game company. It I uh, not. Oh,
0: come on now. Yeah,
1: Our Atari. Atari. Wow. Yeah, because yeah, you know man. Atari got out yeah. of the game business after that. But it was it was not because of that. It was because of changes in technology and things like that at that time. And Atari just didn't you know didn't read the market great. properly.
0: Yeah, it was a great little
1: uh, documentary. Yeah, it know? was. I mean, those guys spending all that time and money digging in a dump, trying to right. find. And almost it's like archaeologists knowing, okay, yes. we should be able to dig down this many feet to well, find the, the, the right. Egyptian con, you know, civilization of this pharaoh or that. But they're in a dump digging down a certain number of feet in a certain place for garbage from this particular date in in the past. It was and they actually have records of this. They yes. actually do
0: have it, it because of the, and that was the thing, they were concerned that digging into certain areas of the dump where things were that they could release some kind of pig vapor or yeah, something. Yeah, I mean, toxic, it was a, toxic fumes. Right. Yeah, yeah. And it was like I didn't know all this went into a dump. I mean, I really didn't, didn't either. No. And it was fascinating, but it was it was all very cool because they actually could determine about how deep and all that. I'm like, wow. Yeah. You know, I remember singing "Deep and Wide" as a kid in Sunday school, but this is too much. <laughs> liferadio.fm it is the mark and Mag show where you know if you've been listening to the show this morning you've found the center of the universe in idaho (laughs) (laughs) you found out about toilet paper being spilled on the highway snakes in a will yeah yeah (laughs) well there was in arizona uh police were involved in a late night chase yeah and you know mark there was a story over the weekend about some uh oh what is the that's another one of these uh, social media tiktok okay sorry oh driving me crazy and this young man i think he's 18 anyway he is tiktok famous or whatever he's a social media mm-hmm. quote unquote influencer right yeah. and he's driving through red lights and stop signs and leads police on this long chase and everything else that going over 100 miles an hour and all that and when they finally do get him to stop you know what he told the cops what's that dude i make so much money i can do whatever i want wow he's 18. He's a, uh, social media guy. I make so much money. I can do whatever I want. Huh. Really? And you think so? Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, I think they were, had the same reaction you and I had as they put the cuffs on him, you know, uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. you're about yeah. to learn a new lesson, boy.
1: Wow. Okay. <laughs> in jail. Doesn't matter how much money you made on the outside. <laughs> Reminds me of that scene in the social network, the movie, the social network. Yeah. When, uh, when, uh, Zuckerberg is in there with the attorneys and, and they're, they're He's being sued by the two guys that he basically stole the idea from, you know, uh-huh. and, uh, he looks at him and says, you knew, you do know that if I wanted to, I could buy this entire building and do whatever I want to. With it." with Oh yeah. <laughs> <You know>?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Turning in my ping pong room. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. All right. Well, out in Arizona, the headline yeah. says Arizona police in late night chase. Yep. So um, what were they chasing? I mean, do you have, do you have cacti on roller skates, man?
1: No, but you do have escaped cows and that's what happened in arizona <laughs> oh, no. they went running through a residential neighborhood wait a minute yeah where's the beef <laughs> uh last time i saw it it was over there officer the glendale police department said officers gave chase at about 3:30 a.m after the cow was seen running through streets and yards in the area near 67th avenue and cactus road her right there in front of the shock absorber <laughs> don't you want to live somewhere that has a cactus road Body camera footage from the chase shows police repeatedly attempting to corner the bovine, which (laughs) manages to evade its pursuers every time. A member of the public was able to lasso the cow. Uh, Oh, wow. Police said the animal was returned to its owner. (laughs) The police said in a Facebook post, the officers had no beef with this cow. They just wanted to see it it home safe. Great example of community and police working together to move things in the right direction. Man. But the thing is the, about this that gets me is that the cops failed. The cops could not yeah. catch the cow. Some hey. local guy says, Keep, Move away. Let me handle this. <laughs> <laughs> I got my rope. That's well, right. <laughs> go get him, Woody. <laughs> Woohoo.
0: Liferadio.fm, The Mark and Mag Show. You know, we've had a. Uh, we, we first of all we are in southeastern part of the united states yeah. specifically in alabama and if you really want to get into it we're like birmingham centric okay mm, that's yeah. the general area where we are and our weather has been um really we've had a fall you know yeah. sometimes in alabama it will go from cold to hot hot to cold mm-hmm. and there's no real buffer you know right yeah but we've actually experienced a, a bit of a fall weather and uh, it's been nice mm-hmm. uh but uh For some reason, it's decided to get cold at night. You know, got a little (laughs) cold snap going on. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, It just reminded me of when, uh, you know, I remember one time we went up to the mountains, we were doing some radio thing and, uh, up in Gatlinburg and we left and we were shorts and t-shirts and whatnot. And, you know, (laughs) when we left here, but of course you go into the mountains, so you, you know, dress up, you take a proper clothing, but it was still warm up there. But on the drive back, you know, it was like, we could tell the temperature had dropped and I get into the house, and it's like, oh my goodness, you know, I should have left uh, some water dripping or whatever. It just yeah. changed overnight, you know, yeah. and went from short pants to bundling up. That's right. And uh, you know, this year we have had that gradual kind of move. It just mm-hmm. it's been kind of nice, but it is one of those times where, when you do have that, you do a little extra cleaning around the house. You yeah. know, they call it yeah. spring cleaning or fall cleaning. Mark yeah. and I both have been doing yeah. our our. We've been doing our share now. Right to be clear, we're not
1: Bert and Ernie. We don't live oh, no, together, no, no.
0: but we do a lot of the same things in caring right, yeah. for our houses and stuff. And so, you know,
1: yeah. we've been, we've been cleaning all the, the, uh, um, accumulated junk out of our yeah. basements. It's funny That's how exactly you, what it is. Yeah, It's funny how, when you live someplace for a while, you, you'll have someplace in your house where you say, I ah, just put it there. We'll deal with <laughs> it. Later. You know, you know? Yep. and then, and then later, years later, you have to deal with it. And it's like, why did i put this all this junk down here i haven't, you know, t- I haven't I, touched it in 10 years why am i keeping yeah. this stuff because that's what's called the maybe pile when hoarders
0: is on tv okay yeah donate trash maybe yeah. the maybe pile gets to be real big so it anyway does, yeah. everybody has that i guess and yeah when, but when you have that transition you know you do clean some things that uh, you might sure you, you do, might yeah. overlook okay mm-hmm. because it just goes from hot to cold or whatever and right. in this particular case a woman is relieved after finding the the cause of her constantly filthy
1: windows yeah she keeps cleaning them and they keep getting dirty and now she knows why 36 year old anna dunford has two siberian huskies named bear and baloo for the past couple of years her windows had been getting increasingly hard to keep clean she had no idea why then one day her mom's looking after the dogs and went to prepare some food in the kitchen and to kind of de-stress the process she shut the dogs in the next room instead of having them all underfoot jumping up you know coming after the food and she, she closes a door and the door has glass windows on it in it and these hungry dogs lined up to watch as she scooped out their food and as she glanced back she noticed that the eager Baloo had his nose pressed against the glass and was licking like crazy. And <laughs> She said, Baloo makes a habit of this. He, he licks the glass when he's watching something happening and he wants to come in, but he's shut out of the room. If we're in our kitchen and he wants in, he's licking the window. It always oh. amuses our guests who have who come around to visit uh, a lot recently. He's such a character. If he was human, he wouldn't be the sharpest tool in the shed, that's for sure. No wonder my windows are filthy. He he really makes me wow. laugh. And she says that's Boo's fun. unusual habit. Uh, she, she attributes that to a unique personality and that he's mm-hmm. the loving and caring one out of the pair of the dogs. But the dog's <laughs> licking the windows. I love it. <laughs> they couldn't figure
0: that out. No. <laughs> oh, man at a certain point in time you know with your dogs what to expect but that is yeah. kind of funny you know, one thing i caught on with ours we've got the the rescue dogs and we've you know we have at times had many more dogs than we should right uh just because i did marry ellie may and she raised you know another ellie may and uh, uh. anyway so they both have gotten to the point now where they're frustrated at it um once we added hank to the mix oh. and i'm so thankful for hank the bulldog he is yeah. amazing yeah very cool but we haven't had a puppy in a long time because right, yeah. you know, when you have rescue pets, they tend to be older yeah, and they it takes them time to warm up. Sometimes they're grateful and thankful and they're cool. Mm. Uh, sometimes not so much, Yeah, but we've had Hank since he was old enough to be away from his mother. And so we have experienced all the things you do with a puppy and right. uh, that we haven't had for a long time. Well, now his because the way bulldogs are he's licking everything all right oh my constantly licking everything now but it used you know with most dogs when you have food you you put it up to their snout and they smell and eat at the same time it's Mm -hmm. you know yeah hank can't do that now because (laughs) of the so he actually you have to put the food up under his nose And then he decides to eat it or not. It's not all in one. It's a, I've never had a dog like that, Mark. This is the first, yes, it's funny because he's, you know, he's not the sharpest knife in the place that you put sharp objects in, you know.
1: But look, bless his heart. Look, how I look at it this way. You know how your wife will walk in while you're trying to watch the game and shove something under your nose and ask you, does this smell bad to you? (laughs) Something out of the fridge, does this smell spoiled to you? Well, Hank can do that for you now. (laughs)
0: LifeRadio.fm, the Mark and Mac show. And, you know, Mark, every now and again, a story will pop up. And my first thought of I is, did Mark see this? You know, (laughs) because in this, I'm not kidding. Hotel worker shares video of trashed hotel room after, quote, half pig guest leave Yikes. So what got my attention was a referring to guests as half pig yeah or b do we have a mutant here <laughs>
1: <laughs> i mean it, well, in his day did, and age, it could be either. He did actually allude to that in some of the things he said. It's like they're, you know, cross human pigs. It's like <laughs> they, he actually said so. A hotel worker has shared the number one thing he wants customers to know, but he really can't say directly to them. He's a guy on social media. He claims to work for Premier Inn, and this is a this is a, a chain of hotels in the UK. And said that customers repeatedly leave the room in a disgraceful state: food all over the floor, stains on the bed sheets, even even dirt on the ceiling. He <laughs> said he'd had enough and wanted others to know what hotel workers have to put up with. And oh he my. took to TikTok because he's not Everybody allowed. Everybody
0: complains about everything.
1: I know he's not allowed to confront his customers about this. You can understand that you're not going to. Con- that's not your job, right? In the video, the hotel room really is a wreck. And it looks as if food has been thrown all over the floor and like someone might have been sick in the bed. Talking to TikTok, he said, look how these customers left their room this morning. I can't even imagine what their house looks like. They must be cross human, human cross pigs, Uh, cross human cross pigs. Oh, oh, no, no, no. Not the ceiling, too. I've seen it all. These donkeys are going to learn when they get uh, when they get that invoice. The video shows around the hotel room. And it's shocking just how messy it's been left. The carpets are covered in crumbs, chip uh, chip bags, potato chip bags, leftover food and sweets. The table was left with empty bottles, messy plates, and food splattered everywhere. The bedding was completely covered in stains. It's unclear mm-hmm. whether it was vomit or a spilled ah. breakfast. But whatever it was, it's gross. Then the mm-hmm. video shows the ceiling, which is somehow covered with splattered food. It appears to be baked beans and eggs. There was even a stain on the TV and the walls. <laughs> and the video has clearly shocked many, it's racked up a whopping 1.4 million views. <laughs> uh uh 5 53.7 thousand likes, 31 10, uh, 110 comments and it's been shared uh, almost 4,000 times. Mark, all you have to do is go back and look
0: at the days they stayed there and when The movie Animal House was on TV because all this is food fun. There you go. That's all (laughs) it is. Your job's to clean. Quit complaining. Clean the room. (laughs) Mm.
1: Begin your day with a smile. The
0: Mark and Mac Show, weekday mornings only on liferadio.fm.